I'm being sarcastic. Double Dungeon Radio Show. Double Dungeon Radio Show. Adi, this is yes. actually Double Dungeon episode 33. I said 33 last time, but that's because I don't know how to count. Yeah. So did this it, is Double did Dungeon. Did anyone call you out on it? Episode 33. No, nobody did. Nobody, oh, yeah, nobody, nobody cares. Uh, so it's Double Dungeon episode 33 for nice. mon- Monday, December 30th. It's not December 30th. What are you it's talking November. about? <laughs> <It's> no- <laughs> November Do we need 30th. to start over? No, it's fine. <laughs> nobody November listens. 30th. It's our last show in November. It's our last show. In November in of November. this year. You're correct. <laughs> wow. Man, you would have thought there'd be a bunch of good garbage out today because it's the end of November and everybody's moving away. But yeah. the, it was raining. It was miserable. No, oh. There's no good garbage out. Stank. You got to try tomorrow. But there's still, I still do have the good segment. Um, of stuff that I found. So this is actually, we were supposed to record this last Wednesday. Last time. Wednesday. But we had a fairly large Thanksgiving related disaster that preempted (laughs) the recording of the show. (laughs) I went to go get the turkey out on Tuesday and put it into the turkey (laughs) brine like I do every year. And uh, I was like, I cut open the turkey and I was like, this turkey smells a little gamey. Mm. And so I put it in the brine and then it was in there for 18 hours or whatever. And then I went to go take it out. And I was like, when I cut it open, I was like, this turkey smells a little extra weird oh, on, no. on Wednesday. And uh, it turns out that our free, our refrigerator and freezer finally died, or at least to the point that the turkey went bad. Yeah. It's still like slightly working. The, the fridge freezer is, is not. The freezer is oh, done. Yeah. yeah. So. No um, ice for us. So anyway, so I ha- we ended up having to toss that turkey, which is sad because I hate wasting meat. That poor turkey died for nothing. I know. That's sad. It's a real shame. A waste. And I made some turkey meatballs instead, which came out pretty Not good. Not from the same turkey. Not from that turkey. <laughs> I went to the grocery store and they didn't have any chickens at all. That was our original plan B. Yeah, I was going to do a chicken. chicken. And yeah. I made a chicken today, but we'll talk about that plan later. Plan C. Plan C was turkey meatballs and they were actually mm. very good. Um but anyway, because of the refrigerator chaos, we ended, chaos. Up having to p- ended up having to push this episode back an entire week. Yeah. So. It was too much to handle. But in as a result of that, I actually have a lot of stuff now because I have all the stuff I was going to talk about before, which is Thanksgiving related stuff. Oh, yeah. But I also, more stuff has happened in the last three days. So this is going to be like a king size, you know, when you go to 7-Eleven or, or the drugstore yeah. and they have the king size candy bar. Uh-huh. And you're like, Why? It's going to be like a king size episode. Like it's, I, I have a feeling it's going to be like, you know, at least seven hours. Wow. Seven hours of content. What? I'm kidding. It's not actually going to be seven hours. Adi. Yes. Um, Abram wrote me and said, okay. hey, uh, we're listening to a really old episode. How come you don't do a rundown of topics at the top of the show like you did? It's all a surprise. I completely forgot that we used to do that. I forgot that too. Uh, I also forgot to fill out but my, he's right. my rundown of topics for the start of the show. Oh, so. I'm going to just quickly look around real quick. Uh, We're going to be talking about um, ball jars. We're going to be talking about uh, the stock market. We're going to be talking about corn on the cob. And we are going to be talking about a terrifying robot wolf. (laughs) So there we go. I didn't didn't realize that I missed this rundown, but I'm glad you're doing it. Um, One other thing that happened this week is that my birthday was last a week and a day ago. Woo! So um, I just wanted to touch real quick on the fact that I... My birthday is always right near Thanksgiving, and it's kind of good and it's kind of bad. Just like how yours is close enough to Christmas that people just give you one present usually, right? 
No, no. I Everyone always says this to me, but I always have to correct them that I'm seven days away and I just make it and I still get two presents. I'm That's very good. fortunate. That's good. One day later, even, it'd be over. Um. Anyway, mine is close to Thanksgiving, which is fine, except that my birthday usually gets moved around to whenever Thanksgiving is, which is also It's fine. the fourth Thursday of every month. My, that's my birthday. That's, that's yeah. in your birthday. Is that fourth Thursday? I thought it was third Thursday. I don't know how to do math. Maybe it used to be third Thursday. Maybe they moved it. You asked me this last year, too. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, Adi. Yes. Um, let's talk about... Let's do the low-hanging fruit first. Yeah, that's that's what we do, right? Yeah, Let's talk sure. about the low-hanging fruit. We want some low This story, I, keep in mind, we were supposed to talk about this like almost a week ago, five days ago. This story has drastically changed just since I brought it up to oh, the, what is my it? rundown. So in Utah, in the desert, oh, the yeah. sandy desert, they found a pillar that is metallic and shiny, right? And everybody was like, it's aliens. It's got to be aliens Monolith. immediately. Yeah, they were like, nobody knows what this is. It's aliens. And so all these tourists <laughs> started showing up. Um, and, uh, the way that they found it is that they were doing a flyover, flyover of the area and they saw it's like a 10 to 12 foot tall silver triangular shaped pillar. I think it's triangular shaped, uh, pillar. I feel like it's triangular. Every feel. <laughs> um, but it's kind of a it buff. It, it's shiny, but it's like matte. It's not completely shiny. It's not chromed <laughs> out. Um, and they don't know how long it's been there. Um, and people were saying it's it's alien, it's it's this, it's that. Uh, I think it's just an art project. And actually, the New York Times ran an article mm. theorizing that it could be um, McCracken. I forget his first name. John McCracken? I think so. Yeah, I, I remember studying him back in the... When we were covering 70s earth art. Oh, cool. Um, I wish I got an art But school. your best friend, Ed Ruscha, says <laughs> it wasn't McCracken, right? Yeah, that's what he says. Yeah, uh, same as uh, some others of their uh, within their peer group. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Um, they don't think the materials are are right. I looking at photos that I could find that were closer up. You can see the tack marks where they welded it. Um, so mm-hmm. it's not quite as polished as like a lot of those seventies guys were doing. They're saying it's that, done by machine instead of uh, yeah, hand. Yeah, exactly. So um, again, it's it's like I think it's that kind of tack welding where you have. Uh, it touches it together and mechanically runs electricity through it and welds it that way. Cause you can see these oh. little spots up and down the, the corners. Um, anyway, uh, as interesting as that all is, uh, it's not there anymore. It's gone. It's gone. Somebody took it away somehow or else it vanished back into space. Yeah. Who took it? I don't know. I think that uh, my theory military is that somebody put it out there intending for it to be maybe never found. Um, and now that it's getting publicity, they're afraid somebody's going to steal it. Uh, so they just took it away on their own. Or oh, somebody so did think, steal it. you think it. the creator... I think the it. creator probably took it. Because who, who, if you think about it, who would be best equipped to take it away is the person that put it there because they know exactly how to get it out there. Hmm. Um, or it got stolen. But uh, weirdly, a similar but not identical uh, monument popped up in Romania today really yeah it's silver and a tower but you can tell very much this is just a copycat this is not the same person at all mm. because this is the the new one is like when you take a brush to uh chromy metal like shiny metal mm. it leaves like a scalloped 
thing and it's got yeah. this like doodly scallop work all over it and you can just tell it's not the same person um, at all it's really kind of tacky looking but of course the media's like a second one has been found Ooh, Ooh, instead of just yeah. it's obviously <laughs> just a copycat out in romania somebody has a time to build something similar um anyway that's uh our low-hanging fruit audi yes got some hot takes uh first hot take uh ready player two came out as you know i am a huge fan of ready player one why are you lying i hate ready player one you're correct uh <laughs> ready player one i what i read that book because people were constantly telling me that that was a book that i would love i would absolutely love it because i work with video games and that's probably why i know right? a lot about pop culture i guess i, I don't know uh, I was very good at trivia when we used to be able to go to bars and play trivia. Um, so people thought I would love it. Uh, so I sat down and I got a Kindle version uh, illegally and I read it and it was terrible. The, the whole thing is terrible. It's like the entire storyline is just a series of references to stuff from the 80s. Just constantly. It's like, hey, remember Facts of Life? Well, this that's... The and it's like well, nobody cares about that just tell a story that's interesting instead of just constantly yeah. referencing things that people like um i did think that it would be a great movie um the plot was cohesive enough and could be presented i thought in a way that would be interesting and then the movie came out and it was terrible and it had nothing to do with the book all of the best parts of the book got stripped out and then it was more cartoony and ridiculous so oh, it was terrible everything bad. about it was bad um so ready player two came out <laughs> Ready Player Two came out, and it looks like it's going to be even worse. Uh, some of the leaked, not leaked, because it's been out like a week now. This is, again, it was leaked the day that I was reading it. Mm-hmm. Some of the passages were especially bad. Uh, at one point, the code for the door that he's going into, which of course is door number 42, because of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy 42, and it's on the 13th floor, like the movie The 13th Floor, Uh the code for the door. Sure. The code for door number forty-two on the thirteenth floor is eight six seven five three zero nine. And this is this is again this is like a paragraph and a half, and there's that many references. It's just it's terrible. I guess it's preparing you for something. It's preparing you to throw the book away. Oh. Terrible. terrible. Yeah, I haven't read it. I haven't seen it either. <sighs> Adi. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna read it. Hot take, I think that chip bags are poorly designed, and I think I could fix them. I think that... (laughs) Do you know how on a chip bag, it's got straight sides, and then on the top, it's sealed, right? But it's got like a zigzag. Yeah. You, who open packages like a (laughs) raccoon... Just I trying do. to get to just trying to get to the, <laughs> the contents as fast as humanly possible. Wouldn't understand my, my why I hate that so much. Okay. <laughs> what they need to do is they need to mark or need to press in instead of the zigzags on the top, the zigzags need to go di- uh, horizontally across the part of the bag that if you were to to peel the horizontal, it would open the bag in one peel. So th- th- it needs a small little tab or something that sticks off that is zigzag ripped or, you know, cut in a way that this if you is solving a it, problem for you. Yes. Because it, how do you open chip bags other than that? Again, you're, yeah. you look like a raccoon. 
I usually open. I can't explain myself. I usually open chip bags if I'm opening a chip bag with a pair of scissors. Because <laughs> I like a nice clean you don't edge. Carry scissors with you. I like to fold it up, and if I have to open it, other than that, then I usually either use my teeth and then oh, tear very that's cleanly. That's a savage way to do it. Tear very just a little nick, and then you tear very cleanly. <laughs> or you try and do the thing where you pull the the front and the back of the bag and the top to open the pot the top up. That's what I was just doing. I. I know how to open a bag of chips. I know that's what you were doing. I have never seen you do that in real life. Usually what you do is, what I've seen you do, is you do the thing where you follow the zigzag cut, and then you end up with a chip bag that is open from the top of the it bag to the bottom of the bag. Depends on the brand. Some from of them the, give you instructions. From the top of the bag to the bottom of the bag, it's open. And then you have to like roll the, the, the chip bag up to close what it again. What are you talking about? I'm just saying, I've seen you do it. I know you do that. Don't even try and pretend. I don't know what brand you're talking about. We're moving on. I'm right. Hey, the heat's on. Um, Adi? Yeah. I forgot to put a third hot take. But you know what? We have so much content coming so much. on the remainder of the show that it's going to be all right. So let's just get on with the show. We have multiple segments for some of these segments, or multiple topics for some of these segments. Wow. So I'll play a transition in between them. But uh, first, it's um, uh, We're All Gonna Die. So here in Brooklyn... Sometime last week, it was discovered after photographs came out that the Orthodox Jews that live in Southern Williamsburg, and actually, no, this wasn't in Southern Williamsburg. This is in South Brooklyn, a different uh, conclave, uh, had a 7,000 person wedding. And the photograph, did you see the photos? It's No, an I, didn't, entire, I didn't click this time. It's a whole temple and it's just completely filled and they've all got their the, the fur beaver hat on. And it's literally just a sea of people in this tiny little cramped space. Well, it's not tiny. It's a full synagogue, but it's just completely packed. And they're all standing basically in their bleacher type seating um, wall to wall. Um, And this is this came like two weeks after they got in trouble because plans for a 10,000 person wedding got out. And the, the when they called up the synagogue for comment, the synagogue was appalled that their plans had come out. And they said, if you guys had just asked us ahead of time, we would have explained that we were going to be doing this very socially distant, very coronavirus conscious, and that there's no way we would have done this in an irresponsible manner. And then just a few weeks later, a different, again, different group. Well, the fine's only 15 grand. Is that how much it was? Yeah. Oh. So it's not, it, that's, I, I imagine that for that many people, you can eat the cost. Do what you want, right? Yeah, exactly. It's not that much. If it's only yeah, fifteen for grand. that big a group. Yeah, you might yeah. as well then. That's that's like two dollars yeah. a person. There you go. Perfect. I mean, it, it's like really high for a lot of people and a lot of small businesses, but with that many people, you, it can't be an issue. It's for like them, they say you know? when when the penalty for breaking the law is a fine, then the law only applies to poor people. Yeah. So. Um. So, uh, we, uh, again, I'm moving on to another well, topic. Well, even if, a, yeah, and I'm not, you know, even if a lot of them 
don't have money so the sheer amount of them that you can you can get together yeah they go two bucks a person like i said really easy yeah very easy i'm gonna i'm gonna play this in between because we we don't usually have more than one topic during a segment but here we go Mm -hmm. mayor hancock in denver who has been the mayor for i think like three years now and he's best every time they talk about him they always bring up that he was one of the mascots for the Denver Broncos at one point. Ooh. He was the Huddles mascot. And the Huddles were a line of dolls that were like Cabbage Patch Kids. They came out at the same time probably as Cabbage Patch Kids. And they were each team had their own Huddles mascot. And you have your little huddle over yeah, there. Yeah, it's great. The Denver Broncos guy is like a little round horse with a helmet on. And he's pretty cute. But Really cute. What's annoying is Indianapolis had the exact same mascot but in different color. But it was looked exactly the same, and they don't have individual names; they're just the huddles, the Denver Broncos um, huddles. Yeah. Um, and then like the Raiders was just like a little Cabbage Patch looking guy. Like they didn't they didn't go all out with this <laughs> this design back in 1985 or whatever. It might have been through Avon actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is he was the huddles mascot, and so anytime he comes up, there's like this goodwill. Oh, he was the one of the mascots. Wow. Well, he screwed up. So during Thanksgiving. Mayor Hancock had been telling everybody not to do, go anywhere, to stay in your homes, to not hang out with your family. And then uh, it was found out that he was traveling from Denver to Houston, and then he was going to drive over to like Louisiana to be with his daughter for Thanksgiving. So while he's waiting for his flight at like 1130 a.m., there are literal tweets coming out from his Twitter account saying, stay home, stay safe. And when the plan was discovered, he came out and he said that he had he had really you know thought too hard with his heart and not enough with his head, wow. and he was sorry. The other the other main issue of, with him traveling, it's like whatever, I don't care that he traveled. The other main issue, he was like, when I come back, I'm definitely going to do a 14 day quarantine. His office had just come out last week saying any employee who travels for Thanksgiving needed to take a 14 day quarantine, and if they didn't have the days, they weren't getting paid for any of the quarantine. Yeah. So it's. He's being a little too aggressive on one side and a little too stupid on the other. Which, I see. If I had to summarize the response to the pandemic, it would be that people are overzealous when it doesn't matter and in, not cautious enough when it actually could make a difference. So, dumb. Buddy. Hi. We have one more piece to our pandemic coverage. Wow. And it's my favorite one. <laughs> so, I was listening to... Brian Lair, call with de Blas- Mayor de Blasio. <laughs> yeah. This is last Friday. No, Friday before last. So like a week and a half ago. And uh, this amazing caller called in to speak with Mayor de Blasio. Joseph on Staten Island. You're on WNYC with the mayor. Hello, Joseph. Hi. Uh, question is, um, isn't it true that the... Uh that these proposed shutdowns is just because you want to destroy Thanksgiving and Christmas <laughs> and your attack on our uh, kidding, way right? of life here in America. <laughs> and you just really Joseph, want to get really? rid of uh, the, uh, the, um, the way of life that we actually Really, Joseph? <laughs> Mr. Where'd you get that? that Joseph, where'd you get that? True? Just be honest, Mr. Mayor. Just be honest. Just be honest, de Blasio. Oh, I'll happily wow. be honest, Joseph. I'll be very honest. And, and look, let me just say, Mr. Mayor, that's not what he told our screener. He wanted to ask you. He had an actual quest, yeah. question, theoretically, but wow. Yeah, well, Brian, some people like to play games. But 
<laughs> his, his response is actually pretty good. Some people like to play games. It's so good. But it's true. Uh, de Blasio came out later that day and announced that he does, in fact, want to destroy the way of life that Americans about? enjoy. No. Um, I heard it. It, it happened. <laughs> Adi? Yes. The internet's completely over. So after the 2016 election, the left was increasingly calling for social media to start censoring and fact-checking news stories way more because they thought that Russia had completely thrown the election to Donald Trump by running $300,000 worth of Facebook ads, basically, including one that was, they, they, they were pretty goofy. I'll put it that way. Um, well, the fact-checking is getting out of control and I'm tired of it. Anytime I see something fact-checked, now I assume that the reality is the reverse because Wait, I keep why? reading I keep reading the fact checked stuff, and their their reasoning behind the uh, saying something is false is usually some kind of weird logical fallacy, like some weird. I'm about to tell you one. Okay. So it was get, getting shared online that Moderna, who is making one of the vaccines, uh, that they should that Moderna should be forced to release their vaccine extremely cheaply. To the general public and that they shouldn't make a massive profit on it uh -huh. because it was 100% taxpayer funded by American oh, taxpayers. Yeah. So this story was going around and uh, there was a fact check underneath it when I saw it on Twitter. So I clicked through and I read the link. The fact checking was that despite the fact it, it was not 100% taxpayer funded. So this is mostly false is basically what it was saying. Uh, so you can go through, and it was like 95% taxpayer funded. Yeah. And then some of it was funded by uh, several universities. Uh, and then $1 million of the funding came from Dolly Parton. So they said, fact check false. It was not entirely taxpayer funded. Somebody else went through and explained that their their logic was actually extremely flawed because the money that they got from the universities, Moderna got from the mm -hmm. universities, in fact, comes from a federal grant that they received from the U.S. government, Interesting. Yeah. which is paid for by taxpayers. And so that leaves $1 million from Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure if you ask Dolly Parton, should we release this vaccine for free? She's going to say, yes, you should. <laughs> so like, that's what I mean about the fact checking is that a lot of times the, the Snopes, for example, is the worst about this. You get the feeling that an intern went through, did like one or two Wikipedia searches yeah. and then they rule on it. And that's, definitive so it, it just drives me nuts and i hate i i understand that, that why people are are clamoring for fact checking but a lot of times the fact checkers just turn around and assault progressive ideas using these same exact tactics uh the same way they would attempt to shut down actual disinformation so we can't have good things because fact check false no comment no <laughs> Okay. I, I don't. I don't have any comment. All right. Social media stinks, Audie. Social media stinks. So, speaking of conservatives, uh, people were extremely upset that D Donald Trump is getting tagged on Twitter uh, with unverifiable, unverified, or false claims. There's like a little 
thing that pops up almost every time he tweets now because he's just saying stuff that's so crazy or off yeah, the wall. I've seen that. That they have a little fact check bubble underneath that says these claims are unverified or Joe Biden has secured enough electoral votes, whatever, blah, 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 constantly. So people are getting so mad about that and about Twitter uh, censoring things like uh, they were posting. What was the story? Something about Hunter Biden a few weeks ago. They were posting a story that linked to the New York Post. We, we covered that. Uh, there was a New York Post article about Hunter Biden's laptop and people were posting it on Twitter. And that link literally would not post onto the website. So oh. and uh, people couldn't even share that link through Facebook instant messenger, like privately among That's each weird. other. So they got really mad about that. The, the conservatives did. So they all moved to this new platform, Parler, and it had like the most new subscribers in a day for the entire week after all this stuff started happening. Um, well, uh, Parler itself, for being a bastion of free speech, actually uh, has been doing some censoring and came into hot, some hot water for that. Oh, really? Yeah, because there is a movement now that uh, is hashtag write in Trump for Georgia which is conservatives who are so upset that Mitch McConnell is refusing to prosecute the treason that the Democrats committed by tampering with voting. He's not get, putting a spotlight on it. So they said, we're going to hit him where it hurts. We're not going to vote for the, the two Republican incumbents in Georgia. Instead, they're going to write in Donald Trump's name so that they can see how many people they lost for not actually going after trying to save Donald Trump in the presidential what? election. So to actually help anyone. So this hashtag right in Trump, it does help somebody. It helps the Democratic Party <laughs> to get two That's people. You're in right. Yeah. Um, so this was trending enough on Parler that Parler actually went in and removed that hashtag from trending. Really? And people were flipping out saying, wait a minute. Now they're censoring us over here. This is terrible. Yeah. Um, the other thing that happened is that uh, Parler had a password leak where apparently a whole Already? bunch of the password. Oh, yeah. A whole bunch of the passwords were being kept in plain text files, and people had access to them. Uh, so a lot of information already got leaked. So, oh, that's bad. Yeah. So in in such being in such a rush to escape one platform, people stupidly joined one that seems a little shady. Yeah. So. Oof. Yeah. You know. Yes. It's hard times. So when you think of hard times, you think of the coronavirus crashing the economy. You think of 2008. You this think of... Statement or a question? I'm just pondering aloud. Okay. You think of like the uh, recession in the 90s. And then, of course, you think of the Great Depression, right? I mean, if I go back that far. <laughs> well, during the Great Depression, you, you think about uh, like my grandma, for example, uh, talking about all the scrimping and saving and not wasting things that they used to have to do to make it through the depression. And one of the main things was that they did a lot of canning back then. And, uh, and as a symptom or not a symptom, yeah, a symptom, a sign that we are entering another depression, uh, canning jars, ball jars are currently being hoarded and being scalped what? Really? for massive amounts over five times what they normally go for. Oh, not even for hipster reasons. There are, there are manufacturing plants in China that are fired up. Ball jars are made in America. There are manufacturing plants that have fired up that are producing knockoff ball jars to send to America for retail. Oh. So <clears throat> what happened is uh, not only 
are people more interested in canning their own food and preserving? Uh, but yeah, like you said, it's something that's seen as a little bit quaint, like how all of a sudden there was that big run on yeast and dough or, and flour for dough. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing. So yeah, people want to, people want to can their own stuff. Um, on Amazon, for example, a case of 12 jars is now retailing for $50, uh, which is 10 times or sorry, five times more than it usually does. Um, and so, yeah, so it's just being seen as a symptom of simultaneously the hoard, not hoarding, but desire to preserve your food, mm-hmm. uh, but just of a larger depression in general. Um, and that's wow. pretty crazy when you think about yeah. the fact that the stock market just hit an all-time high. So, yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, actually, we're going to switch over to the cash-only segment. Um, I, I'm thinking about revising this into just more general money talk. So let's try it. We'll try okay. it once and see how it goes. Cool. Adi? Yeah? Cash only. So there's a push now among progressives to cancel all student debt in the U.S. as a form of stimulus for the economy. Rather than directly bailing out the bank, which is, again, what they've been doing, they did in 2008, and they did it again in this year during the coronavirus pandemic. Rather than giving the money directly to the banks, they want to just cancel the student loan debt so that at least people, uh, the money tr- passes through their hands on the way to the bank, mm. and it forgives some of the debt on the way there. Um, this uh, sounds great to me, even though I've already paid off my student loans. I don't care. That sounds fine. Um, a lot of people are bringing up the issue of, well, I paid off my student loans, so this doesn't help me. That's a pretty stupid and selfish way to think about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would have loved for them to have passed that while I was paying my student loans. So I don't see why, now that I'm not, I should feel different. Um, so initially they wanted to cancel all student loan debt. And then uh, Joe Biden campaign came out and said that they would consider canceling fifty up to $50,000 in student loan debt uh, as part of their platform. And that number somehow got revised down to 15000 What? It keeps getting... He's not even in office yet. Yeah. He's not even receiving pub, uh, Republican pushback yet. And he's revising his estimates downwards drastically to how much debt they're willing to cancel. So the last I had heard was, yeah, 15000 maximum debt canceled. And they want to give uh, some kind of a tax credit to people who have already paid off their student loans. And again, it's like, why? You're not even in office yet. Why do you have to change your negotiating position? You're haggling the wrong way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, I'm trying to think what else related to that. You you don't have any student loan debt, right? No. Lucky. Yeah, I had... You know, I wasn't in school that long, so I already paid off anything I had. So would you be mad if people got bailed out no. on their student loans? No, of course not. Yeah. I think they should just uh, call in bomb threats to all the schools no. every day. No, okay, he's so just kidding. To, so that they don't have to pay any, any student loans at all. Um, Adi, I have a yeah. second part to this segment. Okay. You don't like that kind of joking. No, not, not on air. Uh, so... Speaking of cash, I finally broke down and tried to get rid of all these coins that we've amassed. We have a dragon's hoard of coins because what happened? I used what did I used to do with my coins? I have no idea. I used to do something with you them. You used to bring them. I used to when take it was them to Commerce Bank. I no, I know what it was. So I used to go to 
uh, TD Bank used to have the Penny Arcade. Yeah, it used to be and when it was for Penny. kids. Yeah, you're right. Um, but they got rid of that. It was actually found that they were cheating people. Number one, uh, they were cheating people out of I money. I forgot about yeah. that. Uh, but then after that, I used to take it to the grocery store because they had a, it was a coin star, I think, but you could get a voucher for Amazon or eBay and with no fee. So I would just get one of those. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been maybe three years since I got rid of that. Maybe four even. I don't know. So we have a ton of coins so and I just got sick of them. You don't have any options with it. So the only option currently is that we have to roll them ourselves after buying little paper sleeves at the dollar store. We have to roll them ourselves and then we have to haul them over to Chase where then they get processed and they probably they probably break them up and toss them in the you know what I mean into the well, yeah, coin sorter. Yeah, you have to make sure that you actually I know, have but that's what, what I'm saying. It's like it's stupid. What I know you have a coin sorter. You're a bank. <laughs> Banks have a giant coin sorter in the bag. So <laughs> I don't it's know. just obnoxious. And then they they have the nerve to complain that there is a coin shortage. And it's like, well, let me bring you my coins. You want some coins? I got a bunch of them. I got three pints People over here. People used to not think twice about rolling the coins. So it's... it's yeah, but that was back before fine. the internet. They had nothing better to do. <laughs> that's, back when they were making, wow. that's back when they were making those crocheted beer can hats. Remember? Oh, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they had nothing to do. So anyway, so I finally broke down. And I was like, I don't care. I will pay the 12.5% fee that this random coin sorting machine at the grocery store that replaced yeah. the coin star takes i don't care anymore i want them out of the apartment so i loaded up two pints full of coins very heavy and i walked all the way to the grocery store and i got to the coin sorting spot and i went to go put them in and the screen said temporarily out of order i'm sorry so then i did our grocery shopping and then i hauled back home and i'm sure my shoulder is like oh bruised. you'll feel it tomorrow yeah, yeah bruised from all these quarters Tokens. Hopefully you don't forget why your shoulder is hurting when it starts. <laughs> that always happens, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. Oh, anyway, Adi? Yes? I read the news. So Tyson Food Processing, who processes chickens and other meats... Um, came under fire because they were having massive flare-ups at the start of coronavirus. We covered this during our daily daily double show, uh, that there were massive flare-ups happening at the, uh, the manufacturing plants of coronavirus because people were forced to be in close quarters and they weren't even given time to wipe their face or if they sneezed oh, yeah, or anything like terrible. that. Oh, yeah, that's terrible, yeah. They were forced to just keep, keep working. Um, well, it came out this week that Tyson... Not only was doing this to their their employees, uh, there were managers within Tyson, mid-level managers, who were, had a cash pool betting on how many employees were going to come down with coronavirus in total. Oof. And the closest person was going to win the cash. So pretty, pretty miserable. Wow, yeah. <laughs> Price is right. It's terrible. Do you think, yeah, do you think they did the Price is Right rules where it's like if, if you go over, you're automatically Probably, out. right? Yeah, That's why they had to. We were doing that at work the other day with something related to time and i was realizing this actually kind of stinks the price is right rules because you're just automatically out of it even if you're like 30 seconds after yeah that's the risk I, well, but it's dumb <laughs> it's dumb so i price is right rules is fine for price is right but i don't think it needs to be done <laughs> in every kind of bet um adi yes um the politics that are going on are pretty dumb 
So last week, Donald Trump was, he held a, an impromptu press conference to tout the fact that the Dow Jones Industrial Average crossed 30,000 points for the first time ever. This is hilarious if you know anything about how the Dow Jones Industrial Average works, because it had nothing to do with him. The entire reason that the Dow Jones topped 30,000 is that they saw the vaccines coming. They they saw that he was going to be voted out of office, and they saw that it looks like the Republicans are going to control the Senate. So the reason that that really blows up uh, the Dow Jones is that... Uh, the vaccine coming means that people are going to be getting back to work, hopefully sooner than later, hopefully later for me, uh, hopefully sooner, <laughs> sooner than later. Um, and then with Biden being the president and the Senate being controlled by Republicans, that means that it's going to just be gridlock for at least two years. Nothing's going to really change those tax cuts and whatnot that Trump put in for them aren't going anywhere unless they can flip these two seats in Georgia. Um, and even then it's not very likely uh, so all they see is that things are going to just be basically the same for the next two years. And that's why it blew through the roof. It blew through the roof in large part because he's out of there. Yeah. So I thought it was hilarious. It's it's <laughs> taking credit for some, kind of a bad thing that happened to you. But he saw it as a win, just like he sees everything as a win, basically. Well, I'm sure, you know, whatever media portrays him in a good light is able to use that, you know, pretty easily. Yeah. He's he's no gonna context. use it. As, he's gonna use it in his re-election campaign in 2024. Oh no! Um, food uh, lines prior to Thanksgiving were the longest that most food banks have ever seen in the country. If you want a nice contrast to that 30,000 point Dow yeah. Jones Industrial Average, yeah. I was reading news stories uh, in Texas, for example. It was like the highway turned into the food bank and the entire highway. Did you see the photos? I didn't For like miles down was just wow. two rows of cars for miles down, yeah. just waiting for a box of food. Yeah. Um, so again, giving the stock market is the worst indicator of economic health. That's sad. And in a large part, uh, the stock market doing well means that the people of the country are doing miserably, uh, even though they've tried to tie people's fate into the stock market by forcing people to, invest in 401ks and stuff like that instead of actually giving them pensions um it's just yeah it's absolutely terrible and anytime in the future that people are bragging about how well the stock market is doing just remember that when it hit its peak at thirty thousand, there were people literally waiting on yeah. bread lines so one last one last political thing <laughs> i have an update what's we've, that we've talked before about the guy that walks around our neighborhood and wears all Donald Trump everything. Oh, yeah. He used to wear a MAGA hat and a shirt that said, I can't remember what it said, but it said something about, I, something about like, if I'm not, I'm trying to remember. It basically said, if you can't handle that, then cry snowflake or something like that. <laughs> one, one of his shirts said something like that. Oh, wow. And um, he's the one that I suspect has been spray painting on construction oh, yeah. sites around here spray painting MAGA all over stuff um, and spray painted over there's a tequila company that has anti-Trump ads and I think he was the one that sprayed over all those MAGA all over him um, anyway I saw him the other day coming out of his building he lives one block over from us he lives close to Scott so I'm coming out of the building he was wearing a yellow blank shirt and a blue blank baseball cap 
Wow. So he's completely... That's a whole new look. I know. I was At first, I was like, did he have to buy new clothes <laughs> because I, of this? Yeah, or? I was used to seeing him in... I just... I'm trying to figure out what, what preempted or what prompted him to completely change his look. Holiday. It was close to Thanksgiving. Maybe he had his family coming over. But then if, I don't know. I feel like Thanksgiving is the classic crazy Republican uncle time. That's prime. Maybe he that's prime. Maybe. Wear all your MAGA clothing time. <laughs> maybe he doesn't see it that way. Maybe he had already tried it and it just wasn't working. I'll have to. I'll have to keep looking around the neighborhood and see if I see him again. Yeah. Um. Because I want. I want to make sure that he's changed completely out of that outfit. <laughs> but again, I think he probably. The reason it was probably like a blank yellow shirt and a blank yellow hat or a blank blue hat. I bet he probably went to the dollar store at the end of the block and just bought new clothes. <laughs> Replacements. New, yeah. The the off brand Hanes. Yeah. Clothes because he had nothing else I to wonder. wear. I um, Anyway, very interesting. Well, I I'm surprised too because a lot of the people that are super Trump supporters are even more all in because they think that he's still going to win, oh, yeah, which is because of all the corruption. And yeah. Because of, you know, you know con- stop the steal because of the, the conspiracies. I have a conspiracy. I didn't, I'm very jealous because I didn't come up with this one. But I, I did hear it on Cruising with Steak, which is another podcast, which I actually don't recommend to anyone. Please do not listen to this show. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you like that it's, show. It's funny because we're actually streaming now on the Cruising with Steak live stream. They asked if they Wait, could throw some, yeah, they asked if they could throw some of our shows on their playlist because they, they were basically rotating the same 15 episodes or something. And it's, it's streaming all day, 24 hours a day. Oh, so wow. if you want to hear us live, you can. It's like it's, I, don't, I don't even know the website, so <laughs> it's on. We'll something. figure it out. It'll be in the show. Last notes. Last time I checked, there were zero listeners on the live stream, so um, it'll be in the show notes. I don't. I don't think it's going to be. It might be. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe it might be. It might be. Um, Find out. Anyway, they were talking this last week. <laughs> I was listening in live. They broadcast on Tuesdays. Okay. Um, listening in live, they pointed out that the turkeys had been pardoned last Tuesday. Every year, the president brings in a couple turkeys. They stay the night in a hotel, right? What else do they do? Um, I, they that's dan- all I they know. Always, they, they always have the... photos on a, on the bed. Yeah, they stay the night. Don't in turkeys a fancy like poop anywhere? Hotel. Whatever, it's their night. Okay. Is do you, do you think turkey poop is like bird poop, like that white goo that birds poop? I don't know. I haven't. I've never thought about it. I haven't either. Um. Anyway, so. T- <laughs> The turkeys. Side note. Well, because if they're sitting on the bed, like I feel bad for whoever has to clean the what bed. If, I don't know. I'm sure that they just get rid of all of it and waste all that material. Okay, I don't know. So it's a turkey's special turkeys, room. Turkeys get pardoned by the president every year. Uh, two years ago, it was what? Peas and carrots. And every year, you're leaving this out, they act like they're really only pardoning one who wins. Yeah. But really, they both get pardoned. Okay. So peas and carrots was two years ago. <laughs> yeah. What was it? Courage in Carolina? Oh, I don't was remember year that year. There yeah. was one that was like... Hall and Oates. Um, cobbler and Gobbler. Oh, that was dumb. I remember that one. Yeah. And uh, what else? I don't know. They're all cute. Okay. So this year, the turkeys that Trump pardoned were corn and cob. Usually they're like Thanksgiving related words, right? Cobbler and Gobbler. Yeah. yeah. Thanksgiving so year, related words. This year sure. it was corn and cob, right? Seems innocuous enough, right? 
Yeah. However, we know... It's totally fitting with their names. Donald Trump is a vindictive man and loves getting one over on people. So you have to take that into account that he's a very, a very mean, manipulative person. So Corn and Cobb, right? So Donald Trump just got beat in the election by Joe Biden. And Joe Biden, as we know, has suffered a series of misfortunes in his life, uh, including the death of Bo and the death of his wife and child in, I believe it was in the 70s. Uh, they accidentally ran a stop sign and were killed by a truck. They were run over by a truck. Uh, that truck was carrying corn cobs. Dun, dun, dun! I, you don't believe it. I, I think 100% somebody inside I know, of his party. You're partner. all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. This is the, this is the QAnon, except it's just a corn cob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. You don't, you don't believe in it? I, I'm... I'm not saying that there's no way. You seem to be implying that there's no way that. No, don't. I. Okay, fine. Maybe, Adi. maybe. Adi. Yes. I've got my eye on somebody. So, in Japan, farmers have been coming under increased attack by bears which number one i think i knew that there were bears in japan they're like little brown bears they're very cute actually um but the the crops have been coming under attack by these brown bears that come out of the mountain and are eating all their stuff so they in the japanese farmers have discovered a solution <laughs> which i think is going to somehow like you know how when you look back at the the chart in science class and it shows people, and then it shows like a, uh, some weird lemur-looking ape that we descended from, and then you go back further, and eventually you get down to where it's like a little fish crawling out sure. of the water onto land, and he's <laughs> got like little legs. I think, <laughs> I think at some point in the future, we're going to be able to trace back like that. The killer robots that are going to assassinate <laughs> all humans. About? They designed... Rather than designing, oh, I don't know, like a drone or something that's just going to like fly around and buzz over the bears and scare them off, they designed a robotic wolf. They call it a wolf robot, which, number one, it's not even a robot. It's like a Chuck E. Cheese animatronic Amazing. thing. It's got buzzers. It's got fur. It's got blue lights. Just do yourself a favor and look up a video of just look up robot Japanese robot wolf. This thing is terrifying. It's got bright red flashing eyes. This is horrifying. They're going to traumatize these poor bears. Oh. These bears are... You think so? Yes, I absolutely think so. This thing's horrifying. And it's got like... It doesn't even make like wolf noises. It makes like terrifying like klaxon noises. Oh, Buzzers. Is our refrigerator popping? I think, yeah, I think so. It's, it, here's me maligning a, another, a fellow machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, do yourself a favor. Look up the Japanese robot wolf. It's horrifying. Um... And I, I guarantee they're going to, this is, people think that the, the, that dog that, you know, the robot dog thing, they think that's uh -huh. going to be the Terminator. I think this thing is the Terminator, <laughs> like the start of the Terminator, start of Skynet. This thing's terrifying. Uh, I have another topic. So I have my eye on somebody. That somebody is McDonald's. What? Why? Two things. First of all, the McRib is coming back on Wednesday. For the first time in 12 years. 
hasn't been that long. I read an article. I, I'm telling you, it said 12 years. So I haven't had a McRib. I don't think, I don't know if I ever have had a McRib. I haven't. But I think we should go, I think we should try one for the show. What do you think? Oh, you We'll get can. one and split it. We'll split it. I, I don't really, what, what, it's probably going to be like barbecue sauce or something on it, right? Yeah, yeah it is barbecue sauce. I'm not but into that. I was reading the ingredients today. It's not even made of rib. It's Wait, made of what? it's made of like pork heart, stomach, blanched stomach, and some other like it's all just like ground okay, up. Okay, yeah, awful. I don't want to try this. We're getting one. We're gonna try it. <laughs> we're we're gonna get one and we're gonna wash it down with a bottle of champagne. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> so that's number one. I'm gonna get that, the McPlant. They call it McRib, but it's got no rib in it. Number two, how does this work? Tell me how this works. Okay. At McDonald's, you can get four nuggets for a dollar. All right. Or you can get a 20-piece nugget. Oh, sorry, a 40-piece nugget for $20. You can get four pieces for a dollar. Four pieces is a dollar. 40 pieces is $20. (laughs) And I saw saw a kid get a 40-piece. That's why I I first, the first time I ever realized that there was a drastic price difference. Wow. Um, I don't know. Maybe if you just want in one box. I mean, to be less wasteful, but it's it's not. It, I mean, it's zero convenience, especially now that they've got the touch screens. It's like it takes the same amount of time almost. Yeah, I don't know. It makes it's no sense. McDonald's, I see you. You're being wasteful. <laughs> just lower the price of your nuggets down to $10 for 40. You're not gonna. They should. And also they try and imply that the 40 piece is for a family. When we all know that's just for Dave. Huddy. <laughs> yes. I think we should uh, see if we got some uh, emails from anybody. We did, in fact, get an email. We Was got it an email. Spam? We got an email from a, someone named John, and I'm going to read it now. Hi, Rafi. My name is John. I'm the head of marketing here at Podbean. <laughs> I came across your podcast, Double Dungeon. Oh, they're real people. And thought your podcast would make an awesome live stream. We are currently live streaming. Oh, no, we're not live streaming. We're streaming on Cruise and Mistake. We're currently I figuring would, it out. I would like to personally invite you to use Podbean Live for your podcast. There was more but the, to this obviously spam email. <laughs> but I just thought, you know, we, we're moving up in the world. Podbean's yeah. trying to steal us from Anchor. We got, like spam that's relevant to us um that's fantastic i'm going to play were you uh, moved by that i was not at oh, all wow <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna play our voicemail theme song um but just so you know we didn't get any voicemails oh. so i still think Corn and Cobb was named on purpose. Sorry, I'm just, okay. I just, I'm just looking back at my notes. And I think it's 100% on purpose. Um, you're, I mean, you've been talking about it a lot, and the more you bring it up, the more... Uh, I'm, I'm brainwashing willing. you. Willing. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm willing to consider that. So we did not get any voicemails, which is a shame. Call us. Please call us. We have call a voice. Us. We have a call voicemail me. line. Give us a call, as always, at... Um, Adi, I have yes. a product, a company, that I think should pay us money to promote their product. <laughs> okay, and I'm laughing. I got the 
So this is part selling out, part garbage find. I was walking around, walking home one night, and we saw a dish rack in somebody's garbage pile. Actually, it was a recycling pile, which New York City is kind of weird about recycling, I've noticed. They, we, our landlord had trouble getting rid of these metal shelves from upstairs because mm-hmm. they had a water leak and they had to replace the whole Yeah, He had to take the wood off the top and just have the metal cabinets or else they wouldn't take them. Yeah, you separate them. But it's it's all going to the dump. That's how it works. Okay, it's dumb. Anyway, <laughs> so somebody had this this out in their recycling and I brought it home and cleaned it up. It is a I have to look up the name. Uniware double dish rack. And you can buy it on Amazon, but you shouldn't because Jeff Bezos is a jerk, but it's on there if you want to see what it looks like. It it's enormous. It's, great. it's really big. Yeah. Um but what's great about it is that the levels are well spaced apart and they have like little removable trays underneath that that's catch the water that's my favorite part of it the top one is just uh flat so the water just pools there and it actually doesn't it doesn't even catch that much water i mean you know it's not that much water on dishes um but the bottom one is actually angled so i just angled it and i moved it over to the sink so it's right if it needs it's to simple, overflow it's it goes really into the useful. sink yeah. yeah and something about it is is great because the bottom rack isn't like formed in a way to grab anything it's just a tray yeah and so you can stack all kinds of stuff way more we had one of those bamboo kind of x-shaped folding mm-hmm. ones before that one it was fine it, it was a very nice wedding gift from whoever got it for us except it kind of stinks compared to this one wait i thought you found it or bought it i think i don't think oh it was maybe a we gift. did i thought we got it at whisk i bet we got it at Mm-mm. whisk okay whatever um the point is this this one's great uh and it's i think it's like 23 bucks uh, I highly recommend looking into it again. It's Uniware Double Dish Rack. Uniware is uh, one of those Chinese companies that sells stuff under multiple names. Really? So China, if you want to sponsor us, <laughs> we're more than happy to take your oh, communist bucks. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Adi? Yes? I have latent <laughs> psychic abilities. This is one of those latent psychic ability things where it's not an, it's not me actually being psychic. It's me making a prediction. Okay, I'm ready. I have a prediction. In 20 years, it will be very cool to have in your apartment a gamer chair. Do you know what a gamer chair is? Oh, like the obnoxious? Like a racer, DX racer. Uh, Yeah, those chairs that look like a race chair, race car chair kind of. Um, if you've ever watched Twitch or a lot of the YouTubers, yeah. they they have those weird. They're very distinct chairs. In twenty years, I think it's going to be extremely popular for people to have those chairs. Vintage Just for fun. Here's my thinking. I think that the racer chair or the the gamer chair is the 2020 equivalent to what the rattan chair was in the 70s. Do you know what a rattan chair? No. I think it's rattan, rattan. I don't actually know what it is. Um. It's those big woven chairs that have a oh, huge I fan do know back. What that is. Yeah. Those were extremely popular in the 70s and they've shown up every once in like every 20 years or so since then. It becomes very popular to have one of those in your apartment. The bad thing about those is that they were all made of like, you know, woven stuff, so they all yeah. are disintegrating now. 
Frank has one actually. So I think that the the gamer chair is the rattan rattan chair. I don't, I'm not sure. Of twenty years. I've from only now. read that word. So put that in the the psychic okay files, and we'll talk about Lock it box. in twenty years when on twenty <laughs> in, <laughs> on the show in twenty years. Adi. Yes. I have a uh, a story from our life. Actually, it's from my life. So this was a story you hadn't heard and you told me that I had to tell on the show. Oh. And it's related to my birthday. I was thinking about it because it was my birthday. So I, we were talking about one of the worst birthdays I've ever had in my entire life <laughs> was when I was going to Pratt. I was dating a girl who was in the sculpture class that I was in. And I had a group of friends that I was very close to. We ha- we hung out all the time playing N64 and whatever, goofing around. That's what, That was the group of friends that we broke the refrigerator trying to make it a little tent that was like <laughs> air conditioned inside. And the, the refrigerator coil went out or the, the condenser went out. Um, so the girl that I was dating and the, the group of friends did not get along very well at all. And they kind of hated each other, actually, um, to the point that for my birthday, my girlfriend was throwing me a, a birthday party with just the sculpture people, completely excluding those other people. And so at the time, I think I had a Nokia brick candy bar, whatever they call it, phone, the the old one with the black and white screen. Mm-hmm. And so I was at the the party it was in our studio and i was there with my girlfriend and at one point i started getting a bunch of texts from all my friends and it was like hey come check this out and i, I can't remember what they were saying but you know trying to get me over to yeah, the apartment right that, away that, that we all used to hang out at and so it had, i had been at the other party for maybe like two hours and it was a birthday party for me though and so i was like i'm gonna go see i don't i'm getting a bunch of text messages and she was like, okay, we'll hurry back, though, because it was literally just across the quad. Yeah. It wasn't far. So I ran over there, and when I got to the dorm room that my friends lived in, uh, they threw the door open, and they were having a surprise birthday party for me in their dorm room. And there was a bunch, of my, other fr- a bunch of my other friends from outside of that friend group were there. Wow. And uh, so they had, like... That's sweet. All kinds of presents, and they were, you know, I can't remember. We were watching a movie, probably, probably had gotten the projector, like we used to do a lot. And so I'm hanging out with them, and I'm having actually a much better time because I actually, the sculpture kids that we were hanging out with were in the grade behind me, where my girlfriend was in the year behind me. Yeah. Um. So I mean, they were fine. They're people that I knew, but they, these were like my they actual friends. They were people you actually yeah, knew yeah. and interact with. It, yeah. And so then I'm at the party, and I'm like, "Oh, guys, I gotta go. I gotta go back to the other party." And they're like, "No, here, t- do this." Like trying to make me stay longer and then i got really a bunch of very angry texts and then i, I i'm sure i caught quite the earful because i don't think i ever went back to the other party oh ever so no i don't think i did so <laughs> <laughs> so oh no this is it caused a major rift yeah. in my friend group and i was very angry with them actually because i ended up getting in a lot of trouble um and i was very upset that they would put me in that position um and in the end, I don't think I talked to anybody involved in the entire scenario anymore anyway. So I don't think it matters. Oh. <laughs> Sounds anyway. like a fun party, though. It, the the second party was definitely fun. Yeah. The first party was just sitting around listening to music and drinking probably Corona or something like that. Boring. So, howdy. What's that? Everybody's stupid but me. Boom, boom, stage, 
who thought as as Trump is leaving office I I I was doing a little thinking back on some of the stuff that has happened in the past 4 years and who thought that the Saturday night live Trump ongoing drama number 1 it was a, it's the whole thing is a terrible idea but number 2 who thought that that one specific one that they did multiple times where they were all just standing around in character singing hallelujah have you seen this i i saw a part of one it was very very popular it was so popular that they did it multiple times they're all just standing around singing hallelujah the leonard cohen i, th- I think it's leonard cohen song and it makes zero sense it it's not saying anything politically interesting it's not funny who thought that whole you, skit was a good idea did you try to look it up and see what I did not you know, try and find any like dissection it yeah. behind it, but it, it didn't make any sense. It was just a bunch of people in character standing around singing a song that has nothing to do with it. I can't even figure out how to apply the song to what was happening at the time. So, but they did it multiple times too. One time it was Hillary Clinton by herself playing on a piano. One oh, time it I was remember like a that bunch one. Of, a bunch yeah. of other people That's standing around singing as well. So I, I just feel like Saturday Night Live really. You don't think it was just trying to express a a moment in time where no it was just stupid it was very stupid or maybe they're stressing creating all these different characters about i don't know maybe i don't one know overall it was dumb thing i think it was dumb they were stupid Let's look into it <laughs> i'm gonna look into it but i mean i, I didn't get it you, I, yeah i, I it mean was... i didn't get it at the time but i also didn't think about it yeah yes i only saw one of them and that, it was just in passing the whole the whole all of the saturday night live donald trump related skits felt like they were just really like patting themselves on the back for being so good about i don't know they weren't funny I'll, like i, I like see, i like some i didn't of see them. any of them I, that yeah. were funny so and i saw quite a few of them before i gave up and realized that, that <laughs> it wasn't for you yeah that skit is just not for me um adi yes i have a uh another everybody's stupid stupid but me topic <laughs> so this year because of coronavirus all of the fireworks in new york city were pre-recorded and we talked about this we were like chasing around different parts of the neighborhood to watch fun. Yeah. watch a fireworks display which lasted like 30 seconds it was almost worth it it was almost worth it but it totally wasn't <laughs> but i don't then what it. they did is they edited it all together the video footage of all these different fireworks show shows they edited it all together into one longer fireworks show that they played on tv right and it didn't even occur to me until just the other day but I was thinking, if you are pre-recording your fireworks show, why are you just doing like a regular fireworks show? You should be doing something crazy. <laughs> and I was like, you know what I would watch instead of that? If you're going to pre-record it, I want to see like a 50-gallon drum in the middle of the desert that's just full of gasoline, and I want you to just explode that thing. <laughs> that's what I want to see. Well, that sounds expensive, and, and they're tr- still it's trying... A gal- it's a 50-gallon drum of gasoline. They're How much still, does it cost? I don't know. Shoot it with, like, a, a, an exciting gun and make it explode. I don't know, but something. Also, I, weren't they still trying to make some kind of connection to the neighborhoods in the city so that people could see could see them? I'm, I think I'm just salty about the fact that they did the Times Square one, and we couldn't see it from somewhere that had a vantage point of Times Square. Oh, yeah, that was super lame. Yeah. But still, I think they should have just... If you're going to blow something up, blow, like, a, you know blow a monster truck up i don't know something cool so do do like a a rather extravagant show that you know can't be done on a regular year Mm. start off with just a regular fireworks show but then yeah i want monster trucks i want gasoline fire everywhere 
So I think it was very, <laughs> it was very poorly done. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's harsh. Howdy. Yes. Uh, there was a major glitch last week. So Amazon Web Services is a provider of an estimated 40% of the entire internet's web hosting. Yeah. And for some reason, they were having an outage last week, uh, the day that we were supposed to do the show. And uh, unintended consequences of that, not only was Amazon down for a short period of time, but a lot of other websites were down because their hosting is through Amazon. That's not all. That's not the extent of the damage that they wreaked by being down. People couldn't even vacuum their apartment or use their doorbell <laughs> to get into their building wow. because all of that is so connected because people are stupid to Amazon that you can't even <laughs> you can't even use simple products like your Amazon Alexa is based out of Amazon Web Services. So I'm sure that was down as well. You can't even listen to like radio if you want to. Because you need you to connect to You should be able to, to get into your house. It's just dumb. Everything is dumb. Yeah, you yeah. should be able to, you know, just don't buy stuff that's connected like that. There's no reason that you need that kind of connection. You don't want a smart fridge? I don't want a smart... Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Are they getting us a smart fridge? I don't think no, so, right? No, that's no, That's expensive. They're getting us, like, a whatever. I want a basic fridge. Whatever. I want so a fridge that, yeah. that keeps things cold. That's all I want. Yeah. <laughs> and not freezing. Well, th- remember we were having an issue where oh, everything was frozen? Cold. Yeah, that was too now cold. Now we sound like we're too picky. Yeah. Well, I just, I want my, my frozen food, food frozen and my cold food cold. Yeah, reasonably cold. Yeah. Adi. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Speaking of food, I have a story about being up to no good. I refuse to abide by the toilet rules that New York City is trying to put on me. They say what do that you mean? you're not supposed to flush food down the toilet. And I do it all the time. And I'm they, never going to stop. Wait, what do they want They say to that it's it? contributing to a fat burg. I'm never going to stop oh. flushing food down the toilet, New York City. Take that, de Blasio. Wait, He's th- just trying to ruin my American way of life. <laughs> <laughs> wait, I, oh man, why are you admitting this? What do they want you to do with it? Throw it out? They want you to put it in the composting, which doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, so well, I guess not it goes in the, the garbage. City, but, but composting still exists. But like, when, I, when I have like a thing of a quart of turkey chowder that is well beyond its expiration right. date, that's going down the toilet. You know, what I'm hearing is that... I need to find a way to make it super easy for us to compost. I'm putting it down the toilet. There's no, there's no composting here anymore. There is on the weekends in McGulwrick. I'm not doing that. And also you would have to haul a lot because you don't eat enough food. And so it goes bad. Well, now I am. New fridge, new style. <laughs> new fridge, new me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the, the point of the story is I'm never going to stop flushing no, food down that, the toilet no, that's when not it's bad. True. It's going It's going down the toilet. <laughs> I don't care what it is. It's going down no. the toilet. I threw away uh, a whole bunch of onions. because My, my oh, French onion terrible. soup. Well, it was the French onion soup got burned. Uh, yeah. It got burned and then it smelled like gasoline. It was terrible. <laughs> 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 so it all went down the toilet. <laughs> Adi. Oh, man. Yeah. You're supposed to say, yeah. I, yeah. I have a gross story. When are we so, getting rid of this segment? I'm never getting rid of this segment. So this is actually a two-parter that are oh, the same. Man. They're related. 
it's like the same story. So as you know, India and China are like warring right now. Number one, because India is a rising manufacturing power. And so they're fighting China on that kind of economic basis. But they're also having skirmishes about a disputed borderland right now. And there was actual like open firing at one point, at some point this year. Um, so India is trying to uh, not ban, but try and, trying to buy less stuff from China. So this Diwali, which is an Indian festival where they have a lot of lights, mm. uh, they were putting out PSAs that people should not buy LED lighting from China. Instead, they should buy these tiny lamps that were made from pressed cow poop. What? Yeah, remember the the cow chip that was supposed to block cell phone radiation? Yeah. It's the same thing. They're pressing the cow poop into these tiny little lamps, and then you have a little tea light inside of there. And so that's your Diwali light, your little glowing light that you carry around. And they're super cheap. They're like 10 cents each. So people are walking around. I saw a bunch of photos of people holding candles that were made of compressed cow poop. Mm. You want, would you walk around with one of those? I don't know. Maybe. So... I'm thinking about it. That's not the only Diwali cow poop story that I found okay. this last week. Uh, the other one is that there is a small local event in a township. Their god in this township, uh, there's various gods for various towns. Their god is a god that was born out of a giant pile of cow poop. <laughs> so they celebrate Diwali in this township by getting several truckloads of cow poop and then all of the men and boys of the town then have basically like uh, a food fight except instead of food it's cow poop and so they're throwing it at each other and they they were talking about in the story I read it was somebody talking about how some of it got in his mouth so Um, do you want to participate in this? I just want the segment to be okay fine no it's fine it's just it's gross Adi yeah uh, let's talk about work. Right, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I hate this place. Nothing <laughs> works here. The medications don't work. I've been here for seven years. I've only been there for like almost six years. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Last time we were talking about work, I was talking about how annoying it is having to deal with all these coronavirus procedures, and uh, none of that matters anymore because I'm not at work anymore. (laughs) Unemployed. They had to to cut hours, or cut days, I should say. They're closed several days of the week now, Yeah. and then they had to cut hours, so now I'm back on unemployment. So uh, that's most of it, but I do have a story from last time I was at work, or one of the last days I was at work. Uh, The second to last day I worked. Uh, there was a couple that I met them at the door. We have to do the whole temperature check and get their contact tracing. And they were being, you know, a little annoying, but not not overboard annoying. She was just like, oh, wait, we have to, we have to, you know, you have to get my number. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm sorry. And she was like, okay, fine. And so I brought them in and I sat them. And I was like, oh, you have to scan the menu, the QR code with your phone. And the guy was like, I don't have a phone. And I was like... <laughs> Okay, well, you know, the server will be by in a minute and he'll help you pick through the menu. And as the night went on, they kept getting up. They were one of those groups that keeps getting up and walking around without the masks on. Yeah. Which, again, the only reason that mostly bothers me is that people who tend to not be able to follow simple rules 
are the customers that end up being pains in the butt and you end up having to kick out. Yeah. Like this couple. I agree. So, so they, they kept getting up and we just kept reminding them and they kept pulling it up and whatever. It was fine. At one point, though, um, well, they were mad, too, that they had to buy food, which is not even our rule. That's the city's rule. Um, so at one point they were walking around and the girl was standing around with her drink, which you're not allowed to walk around with your drink. That's again, that's a violation and you'll get tagged for that if, if the inspector sees it. So, uh, she was standing by a game that is near a table that was not their table. And so the bartender said, I'm sorry, can I, uh, you have to take your drink back to the table. And she said, Oh, well, this is our table now. And she pointed at one of the new tables and he was like, I'm sorry, I can't give you that table. She was like, well, why not? And he said, because your table is over there. Yeah, well, this is our table now, is what she was saying. And so the poor bartender was like, I'm sorry, no. And he just kind of grabbed her drink and set it down. And she was like, you're being very rude. Da, da, da. Is he always this rude to me? She was asking, is yeah. he always this rude? Which he is not. He's a, a beacon of joy. Uh, <laughs> it's true. So that was a big problem. And then uh, she finally went and sat down. Uh, and then she was like standing up again with no, ma- I think she was like Russian or something with no mask on. She was standing with no mask and he was like, I'm sorry, you got to pull up your mask. And she was like, you know, you don't have to take these rules so seriously. And he was like, yes, yes, I do. That is literally what my job is, yeah. is to take these rules seriously. And she said, um, basically he needs to quit being so strict. And the guy she was with was like, yeah, quit being a sheep. <laughs> Which I found hilarious. Wow. I don't think I've actually heard anybody say that in real life about people <laughs> trying to follow the mask rules. Uh, I haven't. So, yeah. so anyway, we, we uh, closed them out and kicked them out promptly. So it was very annoying. Glad I wasn't there. I'm glad Sounds you weren't there. Sounds really irritating. I'm glad you weren't there as well. Adi? Yes? I have some uh, cooking to talk about. Do you like food? I do like food. So because my, my gut problems are still not gone entirely, uh, I've been following the doctor's advice and eating very, very bland food, which is almost a fate worth worse than death. So it's been miserable. I've been eating. Uh, we ate bolognese last week. I made bolognese because our fridge died and I had a bunch of ground beef up in the freezer <laughs> to quickly use that I was like, okay, I got to use this today. So I made a bolognese sauce, never. a simple, actually it was just kind of a base bolognese. And then I was finishing it. So what you do is uh, ground beef, onion, carrot, celery, garlic, tomato paste. You saute that all, cook it all down, brown it all up nice. Then I tossed it all in a crock pot, deglazed the, the pot that I was using with some brandy. I bought some brandy deglazed it, toss it in the crock pot. And then I just cooked it on low for like, Oh, I forgot the tomato sauce, tomato paste, tomato sauce. (coughs) COVID. Um, and then I cooked it on low for like 18 hours until the carrots start to fall apart. I think it was like, maybe it was like 10 hours. I don't remember how long it was. It was a long time. Uh, cause you wanted to get it to where the carrots start to break down. That's, that's when you know it's really done. And then the way that you finish it is super simple. I was very impressed because I had never tried this before. You take your pasta dry. This is again, this is bolognese. Bolognese is tip, uh, classically uh, made with milk. So you get your pasta dry, you toss it in a pot, you add bolognese sauce, and then you top with milk. 
and then you cook it on low. You bring it up to a boil or to a simmer, and then you cook it on low, stirring constantly because you've got milk in there and you don't want to scald it. And it literally just, the pasta just cooks in there and it thickens it all up and the, the milk uh, comes together in the sauce and it comes out actually very good. You just finish it off with some basil. It's excellent. Did you enjoy it? It was really good. Yeah, yeah I really liked it. Um, the one I ate thing, a lot. The one thing that I forgot is to add uh, some either bouillon or chicken stock, which I will do next time. And today for dinner, we had a roasted chicken. Oh, yeah. Which was good. I don't know what's up with our oven, but every time I try and bake like a turkey or a chicken, it takes like half the time to get up to temperature than any of the recipes say that it should. So I don't know if our oven's too hot or what, but I just need to remember that. I always forget that every, and I forget it every single time. So I always end up with slightly overcooked chicken breast or overcooked turkey. This one's actually fine. Um, Yeah, I thought this was good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I also made, for the first time ever, I had never tried it before, but I saw that chef that I love, Daddy Jack doing it. Oh, Oh, was it Daddy Jack? Might've been food wishes. Somebody. Um, I made rice. So I made a stock out of all the turkey off bits, like the neck and whatnot. And some leftover celery stuff and onion stuff. And I made a stock while the turkey was cooking. Uh, and then I uh, browned up some rice. I Actually, I browned mushrooms first in the oven. And then I uh, put the rice in and I browned that all up. And then I added an appropriate amount of chicken stock. And then instead of cooking it on the stovetop, what I did is I put a cast iron skillet lid that I have on the top. And I stuck it all in the oven and just cooked oh. it while I was doing the, the chicken. Yeah. And it actually came out great. Uh, it came out with a very crusty side and bottom, which you love. I, I actually, I'm a big fan. I actually think it's good, too. I think if I had added a little more stock, it wouldn't have been quite so crusty. But it was it was very good. I'm, I yeah, enjoyed that a lot. I'm a fan. Um, I'm definitely going to try doing uh, like Mexican rice like that, except Ooh. not in a cast iron skillet because it has tomato in it. And you don't want to do that because it'll strip the, the finish of the skillet. Oh, that's good to remember. So, yeah, no, I can do it in one of my all-clad pots, which we are going to talk about in a bit. Um, but first, Adi. Yes. I have some stories about Papa and Papa's Papa. So I was remembering a story about Papa that I don't think I've told on here before that Papa told me about, which is that for a while he was working in Denver uh, at a place called the Gates Rubber Factory, which used to manufacture tires? No, it was like big rubber mats based on the story I I remember him telling. I'm not quite sure. Mama should call in and tell me what it was. Um, but So he was a young man working, uh, and what he was doing, They, the way that he described it, it sounded like there was giant sheets of rubber coming out of one side of the production line and then he was either like helping put it through a roller or something but he said that like a bunch of the other guys that worked there were missing fingers had like nubs of hands from getting caught in between various mechanical bits involved in processing the rubber um and so he's inside of this rubber factory which rubber is black because it's full of carbon right and so he was working there for a while and he used to go down uh he was sleeping in the basement room at my grandma's house. And he said that after he quit the job and moved out or something, grandpa went down to clean it, I believe, or maybe he did it during while he was living there. I don't know. Again, somebody has to call in and correct the story. But, uh, he said the entire roof of the or ceiling of the room 
was black from all the carbon that he had been exhaling from working that's at the so rubber crazy. factory. So they had to scrub it all down. Wow, what a yeah. picture. Yeah, that's intense. Disgusting. Speaking of grandpa, uh, I was making, I found out that our turkey was bad because I was making gravy using the turkey neck and the turkey neck tasted disgusting. Uh, but I was thinking about how grandpa used to love to eat the turkey necks. Uh, that was his favorite part. Oh. And uh, the other thing I was thinking about grandpa was that he was on a construction site at some point and it was lunchtime and he must have been working with some Russian guys. And uh, so they all had their lunch boxes out. And Grandpa, I remember in his version of the story, the Russian guys pulled out a bunch of onions and they were eating whatever they were eating and taking just bites of whole onion, like an apple, and just eating that along with their food. And he thought it was so gross. But my favorite part of this entire story is that I know for a fact that Grandpa used to pack a whole bunch of jalapenos with his lunch every day. So the Russian guys were probably looking at him eating, just biting on his jalapenos while he's eating whatever. <laughs> and they were probably grossed out too. So <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I think it's Russian. The, the people that eat onions are all like that. Um, Adi? Yes? I found a good quantity of garbage in the past two weeks. So, as you know, the PS5 just got released, I think, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And I had uh, jokingly mentioned online on our Double Dungeon for You Twitter account that if anybody was throwing <laughs> out their PS3, I was more than happy to take it. And on the night of our my birthday, or, yeah. or birthday party, I should say, we were walking home, and in someone's giveaway pile was a pristine... PSP super or PS3 super slim, which is like the kind that you have to slide with your hand, which is a little weird, but PS3 console and a video game controller or on the controller and the connector cables, which I actually am not using because you can plug it straight into HDMI. Um, so that's fantastic. Right. Yeah. It's like those things are like 90 bucks still. It's a birthday miracle. I was laughing the other day because I realized I was playing with the controller plugged in um, and wondering why the cord was so wonky feeling because it doesn't it feels unnatural because it plugs into the controller yeah it just felt weird uh and then i realized i forgot that the ps3 has wireless controllers so you can actually you don't have to have it plugged in at all times so that's great so yeah a ps3 that was great uh it came with uh uncharted 3 i believe was in there did it come with that yeah i think i think it It came with something yeah i think it came with uncharted 3 i also (laughs) found recently at my old building in their garbage pile i've been checking a lot because it's the end of the month um, I found a camera. It's a Panasonic Lumix uh, LX5, which is 10 years old, but it's a camera that when it was new, I was really, I was like ready to buy. I was all about that camera. I thought it was yeah. great. Um, so I got that camera and it was all blacked out like street photographers do where they take black gaffer tape and they put it over all the logos and all the writing on the camera so that it just looks completely black. And the reason they do that is that then it's not eye-catching. Like, you can have it out and people don't notice it. Um, but unfortunately, it, it again, it's 10 years old, so the gaffer tape had, like, crust, gotten all yeah. hard and crusty. So I had to get acetone out and take all the gaffer's tape crust off and scrub it all down. And then once I had done that, all of the logos and the writing was revealed again. And I was looking at it and I was like, dang, this, is, this does have a lot of gaudy writing all <laughs> over it. So I went to the art supply store and I got a black Sharpie paint pen and I 
covered all of everything in black again. So it looks it good. It looks nice. I like, yeah, I think it looks good. Um, so I got a little point and shoot camera, which is good. Um, what else did I get? I got, oh, from that same pile, I found three more N64 games. I found Blitz, which I think is interesting because that means that somebody bought both Blitz and Blitz 2000. But that's besides the point. Blitz, uh, WCW NWO Revenge, which is a wrestling game, obviously. And Star Fox 64. I was very excited to find those three. Star Fox is uh, fun-ish. And then we found the drying rack, which we are promoting. The Uniware drying rack. Um, It's been working out great. Yeah. And then today, the... I've started looking at the uh, the free stores that have popped up in our neighborhood, which is basically junk piles, public junk piles that are hopefully arranged. Although, one of, I got to tell you, one of them is not in a good place. Uh, it's been getting rained on a lot, so everything's like all the books are ruined. Oh no! Yeah, the one on Greenpoint. Oh really? Um, yeah, the the awning that it's under isn't yeah. actually waterproof in any way. So oh, that's disappointing. Anyway, so I've been I stopped by the junk pile today just to take a look, and I found you four little platforms for your desk. So it raised it up because it was kind of uncomfortably low, right? Yeah, your back was, was that hurting. was perfect. Yeah, so it's perfect. Um, and um, Mookie's cat food. Oh yeah, I didn't find that. You found that. Mookie oh. got a whole box two two. 12 case or two 12 can things of uh i'm looking at the brand blue wilderness flatland feast it's turkey quail and duck and she absolutely loves she loves it she goes crazy like (laughs) as soon as she sees like if she sees me holding the can she's gonna come running in here she's looking at this way um as soon as i open the can she starts like sniffing and like trying to get closer to me like she'll put her pop on the chair and stand up <laughs> and as soon as i have it in the dish she will chase it anywhere so i've been jokingly like mm. making her run in circles to get to the food so but she loves <laughs> it she absolutely loves it so maybe we should just maybe we should figure out how to incorporate some because she loved that other stuff too mm-hmm. that crave yeah that like which is basically like doritos for yeah cats. this is better than that that's for sure yeah that other stuff seemed a little sketchy where'd you mm. get that 7-eleven key food key food uh um was that or um what rachel ray's brand oh yeah which <laughs> don't get rachel it's probably got evoo in it <laughs> Adi, yes let's talk about what you want to talk about Adi. Yeah. I want uh, to talk to you about Rocky. Rocky, like in Rocky and Bullwinkle? No. Oh. Rocky the Owl. Raccoon? Oh, Rocky. Yeah. So it was a national story. A lot of people heard about it, but there was an owl that was in the Rockefeller Center tree. Yeah. What kind of owl was it? Uh, I don't know how to pronounce Sawet. Sawet. S-A-W-W-H-E-T. Sawet. Sawet. Yeah. Sawet owl, which... From a, up from Anianta. But it's like, t- it was tiny. It was like the size of a softball, tiny right? Tiny owl. And what, what, so Very tell the story. Cute. Just for future. I don't, I don't remember the full story. Someone found it. One of the workers found, found it hanging out in the tree. It was in the tree. Yeah. And they don't think that it was in the tree when they cut the tree down. Cause they actually do a check, I guess, to make oh, sure there's nothing in the right, tree. Right, right. So at some point during transit, it flew into the tree and got stuck in there. Yeah. 
So, you know what? That's probably why they didn't take it back to where the tree was. Oh. Because it's not actually yeah, from there. Yeah, I know originally uh, Rafael had to hear me complain about them not taking it back to Aniata and leaving it in Socrates, which is like, what, an hour and a half yeah. away or something like that? Um, but that makes sense now. Yeah. yeah. yeah if they did so. their check, um, which they say they do annually. Um, um, and so then they gave it to some bird sanctuary or something? Uh, yeah, I don't remember the group, but... You know, they made sure that they fed it lots of mice. It was healthy and and not dehydrated anymore. And it was a lady owl. Yeah. Is there a name for a lady owl? Like you know, a you, a, um, a ram and a you owl, owl with an e at the owl. end. Owl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And then you showed me that apparently this has happened before in 2018, right? They mm-hmm. found another owl in the Rockefeller tree. Yeah, it's an annual it tradition. Happening. I know, yeah. I know. Oh, they just want to be in the big city. Um, Adi, yes. I have a, a, a second part to your segment, and okay. I have a, a third part as well. Let's what? go to the second part. <laughs> One thing that I found that I forgot to mention was okay. that I found you a cashmere sweater. Yes. From it's very Talbot's, soft. which I don't know if Talbot's is a nice brand, but Talbot's. My mom liked going to that store uh, it's when a little, I was a kid. It's a, just a little, the sleeves I think are a little sh- short, like maybe they got washed or something, but a, you think that's a style? Yeah. And then there there was also a denim <laughs> pair of overalls, right? Yeah. And I was very excited because you've been wanting overalls for a while. I was looking at them and I was like, these are they're a little too cutesy looking. They had kind of flared legs. I could see that. They're, they're definitely flared legs. Yeah. So uh, I brought them home anyway and I forced you to try them on. <laughs> yeah. And these are overalls. The straps don't unstrap. No, it's they're, they're sewn. The the shoulder straps are sewn into the bib. They're designer overalls, or they're an yeah. inconvenience. So for to the put sake them of fashion to put them on, we were like trying to figure out how to get you inside of it because <laughs> we could figure out how to put your your head into the straps, but then we couldn't figure out which way your body was supposed to bend to get it into the legs. It was very strange. Yeah, and then we were like, okay, well, try putting your legs in first because the, there's a zipper on the side. Yeah. So we put your legs in then next, and then we couldn't figure out how to get the strap over your head. <laughs> it worked out, though. So we realized what you have to do is you have to unzip the side, but then you have to go into the overalls from between the two shoulder straps and then work them up over your arms and then zip up the side, which was a little tight. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you said it was very comfortable. I thought it was a very flattering outfit on uh, you, even though thanks. it's a little weird. I thought it was very flattering. It's a little weird, but yeah. Um, but you said it was very comfortable. Was. Um, but they the are. only problem is that if you ever have to go to the bathroom while you're wearing it, I have to come with you and <laughs> <laughs> zip you back, <laughs> zip you back uh, up yeah, and get need, you back into it. So. I need help getting it back on. Yeah. Um, There's we, really another topic? There is one other topic. Oh. So the day that I found those uh, overalls, we were on our way to Manhattan and it was a miserable failure of a shopping trip. It was, it was on, indeed. Was that Black Friday? It was the day after. It might have been Black Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so we w- we went to Manhattan just because I was looking for shoes and some other stuff. I didn't find anything, but we it we was stopped Saturday. At, we stopped at Urban Outfitters because I was like, oh, you know what? They probably sell Carhartt overalls. Not remembering that Urban Outfitters no longer sells like other people's brands. They used to a long time ago. Now they only sell like UO. BDG or UO or whatever. List. But you did find you did find a very cheap little Instax camera case for your camera yeah, which was good it was great um 
But uh, while we were in there, you were busy downstairs, like looking around and getting your camera case. And I was stuck upstairs and I was looking around and it felt like 30% of what they had for sale was some form of bucket hat. They had so many different types of bucket hats at Urban Outfitters. That's so terrible. What is happening? What 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 do you have against bucket hats? We've talked about bucket hats before, but what do you, what oh. what specifically do you hate about bucket hats? I just think that it's the rare person who looks really good in them or good at all and like I don't think they're the worst ever. I just think that they don't work for the majority of people. What about babies? Well, okay. I mean, babies t- technically look fine in bucket hats, but I still don't support it because I don't want to start them on the road of wearing bucket hats throughout <laughs> their life because it, chances are they're not going to be the rare person who looks good in a bucket hat. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to happen. I think, I think you're probably right. <laughs> you would wait. I just, what, oh, go ahead. just I, all I have to say is that when you see someone who looks good in a bucket hat, it is so surprising that it's almost delightful to see because it's so rare that like, anyone looks okay do you, in one. Do you think that, like, JK, this this guy? Actually, he would I, look good in a bucket hat. Like a velvet bucket hat. Yeah, vel- it would be like purple crushed velvet yeah. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> Adi, uh-huh. I have a recommendation. So I finally, 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 finally solved a problem that I've been working on for a long time. That problem is I have some very nice pots. I, I have some very not nice pots. I'm looking, I'm pointing at them with my arm here. Uh, I have some all clad, wonderful stock pots and I have a very cheap uh, Cuisinart or something stock pot that I traded for. Um, but the problem is that over time you accidentally get like either they spill over the top and get onto the bottom of the pan and the food that gets down to the bottom burns on and causes kind of a char on the bottom or you're like me and you accidentally leave soap or something on the bottom of the pot because you didn't rinse it well enough because our sink is too low and when you put it on the burner you get more black sooty stuff that burns onto the bottom of the pan and that's always bothered me because I could never get it off. I've tried uh, Brillo pads. I've tried uh, soap. I've tried scrubbers. Yeah, I I've tried the chain mail. I've tried like everything. Try- I tried aluminum foil with baking soda. None of this was taking this, this stuff off the bottom. I finally found the correct combination of ingredients. To st- it, it almost instantly comes off. It's, it's stupid how simple it is to get it off now. So what you need is you need a proper copper Brillo pad. You can buy it at the... Uh, grocery store or if you have any leftover from when you were smoking crack and you had to stuff it in the glass pipe you just use it one piece of copper brillo pad and then the secret is you use the brillo pad plus barkeeper's friend which is a scrub oh. a paste it's like a scrub and I've, I've seen people say oh barkeeper's friend ja- daddy jack swears by barkeeper's friend but the problem is, oh no that's not him it's a uh, kenji Alt- lopez Alt- oh, okay swears by barkeeper's friend but i watched his video and he's just like using a scrub pad and so I was doing the same thing, and it, it it doesn't take it off that easily. The Brillo plus the Barkeeper's Friend, it it comes right off. It's it, it's ridiculous how simple it is. 
So that's my recommendation. That's clean great. the bottoms of your pots. I still have to clean one more. But you can see it's like mirror almost. I'm, I'm it just looks really, really, really good. Yeah. yeah. So it's amazing. And it, it comes right off because Barkeeper's Friend, I guess, um, it's actually some type of acid that food is quickly, like, basically dissolved oh, by. Okay. So uh, it does kind of mess with your fingers, though. So you got to rinse your hands afterwards. Um, Adi? Yes. Um, I have. Uh, Oh, we have the follow-up. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have a follow-up. It's follow-up. Uh, there we go. So we talked about how the stock market reached an all-time high. And we were supposed to believe that the stock market in some way is these informed, very... Uh, you know, people that know what's going on in the country, right? People who are invested in stocks, they do a lot of research. They really like are on, on the ball. Um, that's the impression. That's the impression I that guess. they want to they want to portray that these people know what's best for America in some way for our money. <coughs> so you mentioned it earlier, but McDonald's came out with McPlant, which is or is coming out with McPlant, which is their plant based burger. And as soon as news of the McPlant, we covered this a couple episodes ago, as soon as news of the McPlant came out, Beyond Foods went down, their stock price lost 6%. Why? Almost instantly. Because if McDonald's is coming out with a plant-based burger that's going to compete with Beyond Burger, well, then Beyond Burger's just, you know, done. Oh, because they go through Burger King? They, they're not doing, uh, I don't think they are doing Burger King. Are they Beyond Beyond stream one of them, right? I don't remember. Oh, I don't know. I could um, be wrong. The point is that you can't compete with McDonald's, so they right. make the Beyond price immediately oh, fell six points. Oh, man. Okay. I understand that. Until Beyond came out, put out a tweet saying, we were involved in the production of McPlant and are continuing to be partners with McDonald's on McPlant. Oh. And then their stock price shot back up. Oh, wow. So all that was happening is these people who were doing the investing don't read beyond a headline apparently <laughs> they didn't do any actual real research into mcplant wow and so yeah. they sold on news of oh well, there's a there's another burger oh okay we're done these people don't know anything i'm telling <laughs> you they're idiots the stock market people so <laughs> that's a pretty good example wow yeah Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Adi, that's pretty funny what i have a thought that doesn't fit anywhere else I wanted to mention, for the sake of our listeners who are not in the tri-state area, something that I think people would find interesting that I hadn't thought about. In New Jersey, you are not allowed to pump your own gasoline into your car. I don't know. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the entire (laughs) thing that I wanted to tell people. In New Jersey, you are not allowed to pump gasoline into your car. They're saving an industry. It. So it started, yeah, exactly. So what happened was it started because uh, there was a gas, a long time ago, all gas stations were full service and they, like you watch a 50s movie and you roll, the car would roll in and it would roll over a pneumatic dinger. So there would be like a bell, ding, ding, as you rolled over and you'd have a whole crew of guys that would come out and they'd check your oil, they'd fill your gas tank, they'd wash your windows and then gas was kind of more expensive because they had to pay for all these people running Mm -hmm. around. And in New Jersey, 
uh, at some point, a guy opened a self-service gas station, and that was his gimmick. Was that he was like five cent, or not, you know, five percent cheaper or whatever. Yeah, he was cheaper than the other guys because he didn't have that whole staff. You had to pump your own gas, and he was doing crazy business because all the other places were more expensive. So all the other places got together and pressured the state to enact a law to make it illegal to pump your own gasoline. And that law is still on the books in New, in New Jersey. So the rest of the country... I think Oregon might have... Either they just rescinded that law or they still have that. Oh, but really? Almost the, New Jersey is the only place that I know of for sure that you have to have somebody pump your own gasoline. To, in other places, and, is it like... Is there any full service where it's not I haven't seen required? full service out west since I was a little kid. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that was only like premium gasoline that would have the full service. I see. Um. Yeah. So uh, there was. A, I was reading an interview with a lawmaker about it, and he was saying, you know, people, the people of New Jersey love not having to pump their own gasoline. <laughs> in response to, well, are you going to yeah. consider changing this? And he was like, no, they love. They love not, it. Yeah, they love the convenience of not. It's know. their way of life. Yeah, it's the way. It's the New Jersey way of life. Howdy. Yes. I want to know. We were watching an old TV show, The Honeymooners, at some point in time recently. And if you watch it now on a, an HD TV, it looks terrible. It's like super blurry and hard to see. But I have a question. Okay. So you can tell that they, they're they wearing makeup and it's very theatrical makeup, like because the cameras the were so Dyke bad. Show. Yeah, the Dick Van Dyke show. Sure. Um, oh, is that the one we were watching? Yeah. That's what it was. It's very theatrical. Like the makeup is very, uh, much, probably in real life, darker than you would wear. A couple shades darker because the cameras were bad. But I noticed Mary Tyler Moore's nostrils were like two little black holes. And I'm wondering, do you think they put paint inside of their nostrils to accentuate? I have oh, my yeah. finger up my nose. For the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> do you think? Do you think they? I wonder if they did. Like, in order for the camera to pick up your nostrils, <laughs> you don't need to illustrate. <laughs> do you think they did that um yeah call us if you know anything email about us. that yeah definitely email us I, Be- I have no idea if you yeah i have no know idea anything about 60s and or earlier tv production i wonder if they did and she has such a petite little nose too so i you know what i bet they did because i'm thinking about the way that the the lighting is in that and yeah. it's very flat which means that they had to have lights coming from a lot of different mm-hmm. angles and i wouldn't be surprised if they had to yeah. black out her her nostrils so if you're part of the estate of Mary Tyler, she's dead, right? Yes. Yeah. If you're part of the estate of Mary Tyler Moore and have her archives, I would love to peruse them in order to find out if she was blacking her nostrils. Or just someone who knows the answer to this. Um, <laughs> Adi. Yes. Everybody's stupid, including me. So we have a fantastic pizza place in our neighborhood. It's actually considered one of the best pizza places in all of New York. And it's called Polly G's. And Polly G is a fantastic old guy that owns a whole bunch of restaurants here in New York in like, where is it? Ohio and Florida? I can't remember now. I'm not sure. It's something like that. He has like a a whole bunch of restaurants down in Florida. Some up here. He's from, he's from New York. He's got to be from New York. Polly G. 
I'm probably. Pretty sure. um, but he he's a, a guy that wanders around and he always has a, a Coke cup that's full of red wine. <laughs> so he can wander around and talk to the guests and drink his red wine. Um, anyway, he opened a slice shop and it's their pizza is amazing. It's actually very, very good. It is. They put sesame seeds on the bottom of their vegan slices, which I think is one of the best touches because it's, tasty. it's yeah. so good. It toasts the little seeds up. Um, however, they also have to go boxes and on the to go box, it's the classic Italian pizza chef. But then he has these drawn on. <laughs> I understand thick, why this is this segment. Thick black framed glasses. And for the longest time, I thought it was just <laughs> a joke about how we were in Greenpoint or Williamsburg. Like and that's hipster. like hipster, hipster central. <laughs> so I thought the thick black glasses were like to denote that the pizza guy was a hipster now. <laughs> Completely forgetting <laughs> that Polly G, the owner, wears these extremely thick black <laughs> framed glasses. And so it's a it's a joke about Polly G. So I felt very <laughs> stupid when I realized. Obvious. Yeah, I, I felt very dumb when I realized that, that that's what that was. Uh, I have I have a second. Okay. I have a second story. Um, today I was leaving cause I was going to buy some groceries and you asked me which mask I wanted and I told you, oh, I'm looking for my orange mask and I put it on and I walked out the building and I walked about three blocks and I was like, man, it smells terrible out here today. And I kept, wa- <laughs> kept walking down the block. I got like halfway down the block and I was like, something <laughs> smells like cat pee. What is that that smells like cat pee? And I took my mask off and it didn't smell like cat pee. <laughs> and then I put the mask back on and it did smell like cat pee. So it was something about the mask. And I came back and I said, Adi, this mask stinks. It smells like cat pee. And you said, I was surprised you asked for that specific yeah. mask because you were complaining that it stank the other day. It's true. So I have no idea what, I don't know why that that mask needs to get sanitized. Obviously, Mookie did something to that one. It smells terrible. Adi. Yes. What are we looking forward to? You gotta do what? I gotta believe. Um, I'm hoping we go to the Queen Zoo. The Queen Zoo. So if we go, I'm looking forward to that. What's their What's their like specific animal? Like the Prospect Park Zoo has the red red pandas. Think it's, what does the Central Park Zoo have? It's just like in the middle of it all. Oh, okay. That's... that's and, one... and they have the separate uh, children's zoo. Oh. Um, Queen Zoo, I think, is focused on North American animals. So like prairie dogs. It's going to be a bunch of prairie dogs. <laughs> I don't know. Um, which we can see for free every time we take the, D- the train from DIA <laughs> to downtown Denver. Yes, but um, it's the only one... In the city I think I haven't been to. Okay, well, we have to go to that. So. I am I wrote, as my note, I'm looking forward to them either completely locking down the city and closing yeah. everything, or just backing off and letting it, whatever, guys, like, <laughs> lick each other's eyeballs. I don't know. <laughs> I'm ready for it to go one way or the other, yeah. because this, like... Uh, de Blasio shut down the schools and then they just announced that they're going to reopen them again. On like, Monday, yeah. yeah. It's like, well, t- what are you back doing here? Back and forth here? and back and forth. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm just tired of the, the everything is, is one way until it's not and then it's the other way and nobody ever, you know, why did we ever do it the other yeah. way? And everything's so. happening in so short a time, like such short intervals that yeah. you can't get used to things being one way before it's another. Exactly. Confusing. Yeah, we're definitely going to be shutting down soon, I think. So, I don't know. 
whatever. You just want to go to the movie theater. Mookie, <laughs> Mookie no. Oh, I do want to go to the movies yeah, when it's safe to. Yeah, the, I miss the movies. I miss karaoke. Mookie came to sit on my lap. Yeah, she knows the show's almost over. Yeah, she, she's looking she's for ready our mask. She's ready to eat. <laughs> she's looking for our mask to rub her butt on it. All right, I think we should get out of here. Oh. She wants that wet food. That's what she wants. All right, everybody, call your parents. Uh, what else? I think that's it, right? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Hey. Okay.